Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This is an RNZ podcast. Hello, I'm Simon Morris. Right now, these are risky times for people trying to make a few bucks out of the movie business. On the supply side, there's so much stuff popping up everywhere in cinemas and on streamers. They can't all turn a profit. On the demand side, people are certainly hungry for stuff, but the experts say they've become a bit risk-averse. You've got to be careful what you give them. You notice that we call films stuff now, content, product, IP, intellectual property, rather than, I don't know, stories. When I was your age, television was called books, and this is a special book. It was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it to your father. And today I'm going to read it to you. Giving movies tidy, business-friendly descriptors possibly hopes to take some of the risk out of the racket. If they stick to the rules, goes the argument, how can they fail? And if they make movies just like every other one, even with the same name as previous hits, just with a different number after it, this can surely save time and money too. Here's your book. I'm going to school. School. Ah, yes. Then you haven't heard of the easy road to success. Uh-uh. No? Now, this is why the people in charge of the green light in the movie business are determined not to scare audiences away with anything unfamiliar. Stories you know and people you've heard of. That's what you want, apparently. You must meet Hercule Poirot. My congratulations, madame. Merci. He's only the greatest detective alive. I suspect you invited me for reasons other than the fun. Hercule Poirot, Spider-Man, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, for goodness sake. Clearly, originality is not a priority this year. Well, maybe it never was, but at least some effort was made to disguise the fact. Devil on the canvas, 12 apple, take one. Just having trouble getting started. Wallace Beery, wrestling picture, what do you need, a roadmap? We all need understanding, Barton. Oh, you'll lick this picture business, believe me. you got a head on your shoulders. And what is it they say? Where there's a head, there's hope. Can people ever be tempted by something new but attractive? Well, that was certainly what drove the movies of Hitchcock, Spielberg, Tarantino and the Coen brothers. It also inspired the first Lord of the Rings, the first Avatar, even the first Star Wars before they all turned to the dark side of endless spin-offs. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Move along. Still, movie prospects aren't all doom and gloom if the International Film Festival is anything to go by. Here, filmmakers around the world reject newfangled IP in favour of old-fashioned ideas. I don't think there's a sequel or reboot in the entire programme. What do I want? To be found out, same as everybody else. Are you in contact with the Beyond? Well, we've had our share of snake charmers in the past. We deal with them. 
And Nora's there on this program today. Three films all predicated on the idea that the idea is king. From France, a broad comedy about the civil service called Employee of the Month. Ijmut, Pelletier, un endroit du doigt. Tiens bon, Vincent, tiens bon. Meanwhile, an English film called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, has come up with a novel idea. A widow hires a young sex worker to show her what she's been missing. And the ace in the hole is star Dame Emma Thompson. I've been very bad today, miss. You might have to keep me behind after class. OK, stop it. No, I know, miss. But no, we no, no, just... safe word, safe word. We don't have a safe word. Can a film survive on the strength of just a great script and terrific performances? Well, we'll see. But first, the current king of the modern Twilight Zone picture, writer-director Jordan Peele has a new film simply called Nope. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. Jordan Peele had a dazzling first hit with Get Out, a unique blend of body-snatcher horror film and political ideas. Who's snatching whose body? It was scary, well-executed and often hilarious. The follow-up, Us, was equally unnerving, which explains the fervent anticipation for number three. Why is it called Nope? Is it some sort of Western? That's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pitches could move, yeah, skin in the game. Well, sort of. It's set on a California desert stable run by old man Haywood and his two kids, OJ and Emerald. Then one day Pops mysteriously dies, the victim of some sort of space junk. You think whatever killed Pops is out there? What did you see? That's big. It's in the cloud. Well, don't get comfortable yet. We flash back several years to the night a popular TV sitcom came to an unexpected end when the lovable chimp Gordy suddenly ran amok. The kid from the show, Ricky Park, has now grown up and built his own rodeo show, employing O.J. and Emerald's horses in the process. What if I told you that today you'll leave here different? Meanwhile, back at the ranch, literally in this case, O.J. and Em are struggling to run the business without Pops. And O.J. started hearing strange noises and strange silences. There's something out there, and it's spooking the horses. Well, okay, you can be forgiven for being a little bewildered, even if you've been following the trailers for Nope. Certainly the early ones made a point of telling us very little. There are strange noises, there may be something out there, or maybe the farm is haunted. What's a bare miracle? Big out worth it, 
But as a marketing device, this approach seemed to annoy potential audiences rather than attract them. So the studios put a lot more information in the next batch of trailers, particularly about what's up in the clouds. It's big. They're mad. They want attention. And at least now we know that OJ and Emerald have roped in some assistance. There's computer guy Angel who sets up their new CCTV equipment. And there's legendary cameraman Antlers Holst, played by the semi-legendary cult actor Michael Wincott. Can you swivel up? A little more? I mean, you guys aren't going to tell me what's going on? Hell no. There's something out here. And you're the only person in the world that can get it on film. I clawed him off the goddamn edge. All right, it's no spoiler to say that there is something up in the clouds, and we can also suggest that footage of whatever it is could solve just about everyone's money problems. This would be an opportunity. I'm talking rich and famous for life. There's plenty of videos for flying shit online. Ain't nobody gonna get what we gonna get. What we gonna get? The money shot. What's up? Undeniable truth with aliens on camera. The Oprah shot. But what we're still groping for is where Ricky, the rodeo guy from the TV sitcom, fits in. Who's the mysterious woman who attends all his shows? How does a dude ranch, a possible UFO, a homicidal ape and various meteorological phenomena fit together, if at all? And why is it called Nope, for goodness sake? Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Nope has certainly driven the internet crazy over the past week or so, with some audiences scratching their heads and hardcore Jordan Peele fans delightedly sending each other theories and explanations of the story. It's certainly a film that needs some of those. So what happens next? Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Well, one thing you notice watching the trailers after you've seen the movie is how much material is in the trailers but not in the actual film. There's a lot more explanation, in the later trailers particularly, and while I'm grateful for any help I can get, I prefer my clarification in the movie itself. I don't think they take you. Maybe you don't look at it. Here comes. Don't look. That said, Nope is very far from stupid, even the parts that drive you crazy. Where did whatever it is come from? Why should it care if you look at it? What's with the crazy horses and the weird veiled lady? But you'll love it if you're a fan of Jordan Peele. Did you see a UFO in that cloud? I saw it. Holy hell. For myself, I had mixed feelings, the sort I used to have for the similarly mysterious tales of M. Night Shyamalan. I may have been ambivalent about the magical hocus-pocus, but I was knocked out by how well it was made. I need you to tell me, what did you see in that cloud? Well, it's not what you think. No! 
They took him. They took him all. Too many ideas, maybe, though. These days, that's hardly a criticism. And at least I found out why it was called Nope. There are a lot of no's all through this movie. I'm trying to save you. My brother's out there. The French Film Festival is the rainy Sunday afternoon rival to the current, more serious International Film Festival. Where the latter sets out to challenge, to dazzle and bewilder, the French version has only got one goal, to entertain. Well, this year it offered adventure, romance and everyman comedy employee of the month. Je prends une map monde. Je vais la faire tourner. Et je vais foutre mon doigt au hasard dessus. Et je mute Pelletier à l'endroit du doigt. The star of the film is one Jerome Commandeur, by all accounts a household name in France and a regular on every TV show there is. Think Taika Waititi, Tom Sainsbury and Hilary Barry rolled into one. Commander also wrote and directed Employee of the Month and it's been a smash hit at home. Rien, il file direct à l'entrejambe. Lors d'un apéro chez des amis, vous avez jamais eu de chien qui est venu vous renifler la bite si, si. Je vous rassure, Fabrice a été très bien recousu. We open on a classroom. A teacher asks the kids what they want to be when they grow up. A vet, says one. A fireman, says another. And you, Vincent? I want to do as little as possible and keep my job forever, he says. I want to be a civil servant, like you, monsieur. Tiens, toi, Jessica, qu'est-ce que tu veux faire plus tard Vétérinaire. Je veux être pompier. Et toi, Vincent Je veux beaucoup de temps libre, avoir l'impression d'être en vacances même quand je travaille. Eh oui, d'accord. Et quel métier va te permettre de faire ça plus tard Fonctionnaire, comme vous, monsieur. Well, as a civil servant myself, I can only say I wish. Clearly things are different in France. Anyway, Vincent grows up and gets his wish. He becomes a minor functionary, rubber stamping permits in exchange for bribes, often food. Voici ton permis de chasse, Gérard. Je t'ai apporté des cailles. Des cailles, merci, mais fallait pas. But then a change of government brings in a less sympathetic minister. He announces he's cutting back the civil service. Vincent is told to take a modest redundancy or be transferred somewhere unpleasant. Vincent seeks advice from his union rep, who's horrified he'd even think of leaving the bureaucracy. Si vous refusez mon chèque. Je vais vous muter dans un endroit pas rigolo du tout. Ils veulent te virer. Ils proposent des mutations dans des endroits impossibles. Mais je fais quoi, le signe Non, mais... Non, mais ne blasphème pas, Vincent. So, it's off on a series of ever more demeaning jobs, culminating in a trip to Greenland, where he's charged with protecting scientists from polar bears. And each time, Vincent comes up, if not smelling of roses, at least smiling. Particularly when he meets glamorous Swedish scientist Eva. Trouvez-moi un poste à pourvoir dans une fosse à puera, un égout, une sanisette, ce que vous voulez démerder, vous m'y trouvez-le-moi. Votre travail consiste à protéger les chercheurs de la station contre les attaques d'ours polaires. Now, this is also a bit of luck for Employee of the Month, which was starting to run out of civil service, trade union and polar bear jokes. Now they can bring in jokes about Swedish women. They're blonde and sexy, of course, but also humorless, politically correct and very keen on ABBA. 
But more to the point, Ava brings an added dimension to Vincent now. Is it possible he's found someone he cares for almost as much as himself? On va laisser refroidir un peu. Il signe un certificat de non habilitation. Le chercheur avec qui vous êtes supposé travailler va être déçu. C'est un chercheur. Il cherchera quelqu'un d'autre. Well, not yet. There's quite a bit more water to flow under several far-flung bridges, including one in Ecuador, before Vincent reaches journey's end. Before that, he's an industrial football being chased by the ruthless minister, his boss, Isabel, who keeps trying to find him a job he can't tolerate, and his union rep insisting he stand his ground. Tiens bon, Vincent, tiens bon Employee of the Month is very French, of course, and you'd think the concerns of their notorious civil service might be a little Gallic for the rest of us. But it's very entertaining, particularly if you're encouraged, as I was, by several French people in the audience. Star Jerome Commandeur is very appealing. Imagine The Rock if he was French and terminally lazy. And he makes sure the film offends nobody. Apart from Parisians, of course. Il fait pas confiance aux blancs parce qu'ils sont euh, égoïstes, impolis et arrogants. C'est pas faux, mais c'est une toute petite partie des blancs hein, qu'on qu appelle les Parisiens. Last week, I wondered why Hollywood stars tended to keep making undemanding, big-budget movies simply for the money. Now, I like money as well as anyone, of course, but my point was that it seemed a waste of good actors to put them in endless streams of rubbish. Could they not stretch themselves occasionally, like their English equivalents? So I've made a list of things that I'd like to get through. Oh, I think we'll certainly make a significant dent in it. Good. That's good. Good. You want to start with the blowjob? The English equivalent I was thinking of this week was Emma Thompson, which may not be fair. Emma and Olivia Colman and Benedict Cumberbatch and Ben Wishaw are all actors first and movie stars very much second. It's unlikely that Brad Pitt gets offered many scripts like Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. For 31 years, my husband would climb on top, do the business, roll off, put his pyjamas on and go back to sleep. Leo Grand looks as if it started out as a stage play. It's mostly one set. It takes place over four meetings. But I believe Katie Brand's script, directed by Australian Sophie Hyde, was always destined for the screen. There are nuns out there with more sexual experience than me. It's embarrassing. Do you want me to brush my teeth? Oh, God. This is crazy. Nancy? It's terrible. It's wrong. Nancy? Yes? Come have a dance at me. I, I guess I'm frustrated. It opens on 60-year-old Nancy, Emma Thompson, meeting Leo in a hotel room. He's a sex worker hired for the next two hours to give Nancy everything she missed out on in her marriage. Leo, Irish, much younger than Nancy, is played by newcomer Daryl McCormack. I've never had an orgasm. And yes, in fact, if we do this, he will only be the second man I have ever had sex with. Oh, God. No, Nancy. This is crazy. Nancy. It's terrible. It's wrong. Nancy. Yes? Let's go to bed. OK. And that's pretty much the entire story of Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, though it's spread out over four encounters in as many weeks. Leo slowly gets Nancy comfortable with her feelings, and Nancy and Leo, against all odds, get to know and like each other. What's the oldest person you've ever done it with? 82. 
82? Yeah. 82. Nancy. Okay, I'm feeling a bit better now. <laughs> the obvious recent parallel, I suppose, is the Australian sex comedy How to Please a Woman with fewer obvious jokes. But it's better than that. I was reminded of an American drama, The Sessions, starring Helen Hunt as a sex therapist. Certainly, Leo is like very few sex workers in movies, male or female. What about you, the real you? I'm whatever you want me to be. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I've never done anything interesting or remarkable in my life. This is it. He's warm, amusing, happy in his own skin, and it seems in his chosen career. And part of the character's charm, and what stops him from being too good to be true, is the easy relationship actor Daryl McCormick has with the legendary Dame Emma. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, God. Well, what am I going to say? Hello, sorry, I can't talk now because I've booked this man for the night and I'm trying to perform oral sex on him. I just don't have to say that. It's always been a mystery to me how someone as delightfully flaky as Emma Thompson so often is on TV talk shows can be so dazzling, even heartbreaking on screen. There's a reason why she's one of my favourite actors. And it's not just that she seems incapable of striking a false note in anything she's in. Some sort of sex saint. Are you real? I have felt more alive in this last month than I can ever remember. It's that she takes anyone she shares the screen with along with her. Watching Nancy and Leo first tiptoeing around each other, then sparring, then finding a way to work together, you forget how much more experienced Emma is than Daryl. You forget there are even performances going on. Is Leo Grand your real name? Thinking about all the places I should have been by now. No, I simply don't understand why you're doing this. This is disabled for our college. Oh, how wonderful. Are you really? No. <laughs> there are just two people being stripped down to their basics as the story unfolds. As you no doubt have picked up from the publicity, the stripping down isn't just figurative. Yes, there's nudity, but it's also, I hate it when people say this, totally essential to the film. After all, this is a woman who's completely uncomfortable with herself, and any happy ending is going to depend on her getting over that. I've always been ashamed of my body. Your body's beautiful. I wish you could see that. Everyone wants something different. I don't judge my clients, lest they're total assholes. <laughs> well, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that the ending of Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, is as happy and as satisfying as the title. But with a film starring the eminent Emma Thompson, you'd expect no less. Oscars all round, I'd say, unless she comes up with a better film this year, which she's more than capable of doing. And on that optimistic note, it's time to go. I'm Simon Morris, and I hope you'll join me at the movies same time next week. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.